Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. I love it when I stumble on a genre of music I haven't yet heard of. But to be able to speak with the creators is a treat. My guests for this edition of Americana Music Profiles are Fabrice and Tracy Vignati. They are the innovators of a new genre of music called Gypsy Billy, a passionate blending of rockabilly and gypsy music blended with their love for jazz and country. They are just about ready to release their fourth album of Gypsy Billy music called Red, White, and Blue. Stick around as we learn more about this exciting new style. I am talking to Tracy and Fabrice Vignati. I think I said that right. Did I? You did. Greg. All right. That's great. Good. <laughs> I rehearsed it a few times, so I wanted to make sure I got that oh, right. So especially since that's the name of your band, the Vignatis. That's spelling is always great. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, we had a chance to talk uh, a little bit earlier, and um, you know, one of the things, uh, you guys have a new record out, but one of the things that really fascinated me about what you do is you've got, if, if I've got this correct, you guys have kind of come up with your own um, new genre of music called Gypsy Billy. Is that correct? That is correct. So tell me about what is that. Gypsy Billy yeah, what, what is that? Where, how did you come up with that? Well, Gypsy Billy, we have combined our respective backgrounds into one instant pot of music, combining different um, musical styles. So Fabrice comes from France, so the Django Reinhardt gypsy jazz is, is quite the element uh, in France. It's a style that's, that's pretty popular, so that's part of his background, as well as um, rockabilly and um, my background being from jazz and growing up half my childhood in the South, country music. So mm-hmm. we decided to join forces and put it all into one big melange, I guess you could call it. What part of the South did you grow and up in? Uh, Georgia. Okay, all right. In central Georgia, yeah. Were you playing that kind of music prior to you guys getting together? Yeah, half my childhood was spent there, and uh, in Georgia, country music is just infused into the culture. Uh-huh. So, of course, you're going to do that. And as a singer, uh, when I was about, I think I was 13 or 14, I got a job at a little amusement park, and 
I learned a lot of country songs. And so, yeah, I mean, even in high school and performing those kind of things, even though jazz was a solid foundation for my mother, the country music, because it's so culturally infused, you just, you have no choice but to embrace it and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you want to be a part of it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So like all high school performances, you, you do country songs and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Fabrice, was that the same for you? Did you uh, spend the uh, uh, younger part of your life embedded in uh, the the French music culture? Was that a part of your growing up? Uh, I wonder in different type of music, blues to uh, to uh, classical, and then after blues, and then uh, uh, jazz, and uh, definitely. Uh, uh, the revival of the rockabilly in the 80s and and then uh, discovering this music from my father. But uh, yes, before uh, Johnny is uh, pressing, yes, playing that music, for sure. Yeah. And and, and you guys got together um, uh, playing in a in a band mutually, right? But that, that's how you met? Yes, we um, met through a big band. Uh, he was a guitar player, and I was brought in as the, the singer. And we worked together in that band for like a year. You know, I had I only had one big band chart at the time. <laughs> I okay. was so happy <laughs> I had one. But then as the time went on, even because I, I tend to go gangbusters, and I ended up getting a bunch of big band charts. And so it had been a year's worth of work, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. We just kind of you know, took to each other, and mm-hmm. from there, I guess the rest is kind of history. <laughs> now, how long after you guys discovered each other, uh, you know, relationally, and then how long from that point did you move from the big band that you were in into oh, this, yeah. in, into the pursuing this this new style of music? Wow, what do you think? How, when, how long was that? A couple of years, wasn't it? About? Uh, that's a long number, uh, precisely. After, maybe, I don't know how long. No clue. I think I it was, yeah, I think it was maybe a couple of years, you know, because yeah. we both had our respective separate musical stuff going on. Okay. And then, Even then, yeah, okay. You know, the, we had something separate, and then, I don't know, like, jazz wasn't growing enough for me as it, coming yeah. from a singer and... You know, so we just decided, let's see what we come up with. And because of he was playing so much of the Gypsy Jazz and Django Reinhardt stuff that it was inspirational, I just wanted to grab my clarinet again because I hadn't touched it since high school. Okay, yeah. And I I did. And I was just so paranoid to play it without music in front of me. Ah, huh. But it was just kind of a slow progression. You know, you do one one song somewhere like a sit-in or something like that and then I just got more and more confident and then we just were like let's do something different so we tried to blend our backgrounds and I think that we've done it successfully I would like to think so I I listened to several of the songs before we got got on together and and um 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely, you can hear influences of all kinds of different things, but it, it, it is its own unique thing, and um, uh, successful would be a word I would use. It's, it's cool. I, I really like it. Um, what, oh, thanks. where did the name come from? I mean, how did, did, did you know you were onto something right away or was there some experimentation that went along with it before? Well, uh, Gypsy are people and Billy are the people too. So, and music is about the people. So, okay. basically Gypsy Billy is, a uh, Gypsy Billy is about the people, for the people. Yeah. Like the constitution say, we the people. So we make music. We people, we make music for the people, and Gypsy is, uh, is a symbol of freedom. Uh-huh. Maybe for some people it's another symbol uh, and has other connotation. but bottom line, no, it's, uh, it's a symbol of family and, uh, and uh, <coughs> freedom, and um, Billy is uh, just a, a family in America that is uh, successful with hillbilly, rockabilly, psychobilly, right? And it's during the uh, five years of America, so it's a uh, it's a uh, a great time for America and uh, the word Billy in the appellation and Billy uh, always stays as a person. And you can go on our website and you can read that on the uh, definition of the Gypsy uh, Billy. We explain yes. why what the words come from. Yeah, I, I did. And I, I uh, actually learned some things by reading that, um, especially the definition of, of or the origins of, of Billy and and how that be, began to be attached to different styles of music. And um, learning that, it, it makes complete sense how, how you've married the two together like that. And um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering what, because um, you... you um, New, new record coming out, so you've got uh, three other um, CDs of, of this style of music. Where do you find, what kind of audience do you find that this your music fits with the best? Well, I think it's definitely an audience person who is extremely open-minded mm-hmm. and doesn't pigeonhole artists into certain types. Mm-hmm. And it's for someone who's a little more maybe uh, adventurous and likes to feel good. If you want to be sad, it's probably not the right music for you. <laughs> we don't need any more but, sad uh, music right you know, now. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think we got that covered in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, a little. I, the Americana person tends to appreciate the elements. Yes. You know, because it, it's different enough... But yet, you can find mainstream threads that go throughout the music. And we really try to focus on the writing so that it's easily singable and memorable, that kind of thing. But I think it's the, um, the alternative thinking Americana person. Because a lot of straight rockabilly people are so into just rockabilly, so it's hard for them to divert mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. And they, it's like a... I think the Americana and the countryside people tend to think it's cooler. Mm. Is it, it and the also the the indie person as well. Sure, the indie is is not just rock. It, it, it can be anything. Oh, of course, right? Yeah, it's just independent and you know creativity and just thinking outside the box a little bit. Do you That's a lot of great comes from? Do you get people? Um, it feels very. Um, 
danceable? Do, do you do you get people that that like to dance to your music? Is that or is that intentional? Uh, I don't think it's intentional, but it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. When do you do you play events where that's kind of what they're anticipating that that they they like the feel of the music and they want you to play so they can dance, or is it more kind of organic that the music makes them feel like dancing? I think it's more that. Yeah. Okay. Because if people want to dance, they're going to go more for a straight swing band or, okay. you know, that type of thing. It, it's a funny thing because it's so hard to classify. Uh-huh. And I think that's been kind of our struggle to this. And the battle is where to put us, you know. But it, then when people hear it, they like it. They just can't put their finger on yeah, it. Yeah. It, it sort of reminds me a bit of the, um, the Zoot Suit movement that happens... 20 years ago ish, you know, that, that, that kind of very, very up tempo. Um, you can't sit still while you listen to it, but it was really hard to classify. It was jazz. It was swing. It was big band. It was, it was a kind of a nice, pleasant mix of a lot of things. And I, I kind of feel that same energy when I listen to your songs. Mm-hmm. And for, um, the last volume three and then the new one coming up, we tried to focus more on pulling more elements of the Americana and country side into it by not only just the content of the song, the lyric content, but instrumentation as well, like with banjo and that kind of thing. So, and pedal steel. And so that that's definitely more present. When you write music... Um are you are you writing melody first, lyrics first? Are, are you writing for the genre, or do you just kind of naturally write songs that fit the genre that you're trying to create? Writing music is kind of mystical, so uh, the style is so anchor for us. Mm-hmm. It's so inside of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, like basically Robert Johnson was with blues. Yeah. Uh, when Jimmy was writing his own music, you don't have to think about it. You own it. Or you don't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you tell me tomorrow I need a hundred Gypsy Billy songs. I crank then no problem, Tracy too. So it's what we are. Maybe people, uh, maybe people have a hard time understanding that. But this is not a gimmick. Sure. If I wanted to do gimmick. I wanted to. I wanted to do a better one. <laughs> uh, like burning my like burning my guitar like Jimmy. That was a good gimmick. Yeah. Or or, or actually my my great guitar. Where they are black and white, or Tracy with the clarinet, the pink clarinet. That was our gimmick. Uh-huh. But this music is real. Yeah. Let, let's not forget that the reason why we created music is because uh, Quincy Jones told us that the future of music is mixing, uh, is mixing uh, style. Yeah. So we're not people who go for backwards. We basically use the 20th century. We use the 20th century as a basic, and then we go uh, from there, and now we are 20, 20 years into the 21st century. So now it's just natural. Uh-huh. It's, uh, you got to think about it because you got to know what direction you want to take a little bit. But uh, now it's in us. It's, um, no, that's, that's pretty much how I feel it. Maybe Tracy differently. But for me, it's, in, in, inside and yeah, that's what I've done. You know, I know the full style. She knows the full style too, and yeah. so it's it's good. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think that oh, a lot of times what happens is one of us will have a chord idea or a chord slash melody together, and I don't play string instruments at all. I'm allergic to them. <laughs> <laughs> but I sit down at the piano, and I will just um, plunk out some chords, or and vice versa with the guitar. He'll say, how about this? Or he'll just start uh, some changes, and then we just kind of go from there. I mean, it is it is a mystical process. Or you yeah. might have a lyric that goes with it. It's all different for everybody. Yeah. Right? It happens for them, you know. I always keep my iPhone close by, though, and my voice memos. I'm surprised they're not maxed out because it's like you have to record the ideas. Oh, yeah, sure. You will forget them. Yeah. Yep. Just sing into it so my brain will remember what it was. <laughs> and I, oh, then I can find it again in my head. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's the, the, the other thing, too, is interesting is um, sometimes you write with the four elements. Uh, the, the, sometimes the four elements are really both well mixed, 25, 25, 25, and 25. And sometimes you get 50% of country coming up and then 25% of 30% of, of gypsy. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you have in the songwriting. And then sometimes you have... Uh, 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 50% or 70% of gypsy, and then uh, just a little bit 20% of country, and then maybe 10% uh, of... It's a mix like this. So mm -hmm. what's mm -hmm. happening is that when we go more country on the songwriting, when we move on the, on the chord progression, then maybe we go maybe more uh, uh, gypsy on the solo. Okay. Uh, you know, but we keep the four, the four elements, and it's like a puzzle uh, if people will have the time to sit down and uh, study the music, which will it will in the future, uh, I believe so. Mm -hmm. uh, they will understand that we study other things. They, they'll understand that the process of the music is made of those elements, and we try to balance them. Sometimes now that's why some songs are more country oriented, and sometimes some country, some songs are uh, more uh, gypsy oriented mm -hmm. or other style oriented. Okay. Yeah, that's neat. It's certainly fun to be able to do that, and then a lot of that is in your your production and arranging choices too. You know, because I mean, the clarinet and country music, like people sometimes they see that and they go, "What's going on?" Here? Yeah, sure. They don't quite, you know, it's bizarre to see it. Yeah. And not to mention it's colored. Yeah. It's either pink or yeah. a blue one and a green <laughs> one and a red one. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what's going on with her? Is she okay? <laughs> well, for example, on the title album. Title track of the album, uh, Red, White, and Blue, which is more country oriented. We put the clarinet into a, a phaser and a wah wah. Oh, wow. And then okay. our, mixer, when he, when our mixer, when he heard that, he's like, damn, that sounds like a Jimmy song. <laughs> like a, it, sounds like a, it sounds like the sound of Hendrix. Yeah. You know, on guitar. It sounds like a guitar. It sounds like, you know, like somebody put a guitar into And so that's the key. And that's fun. Yeah. It's all yeah. about fun. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you mentioned the new record, Red, White, and Blue, out, uh, I think you told yes. me, July 1st or 4th, or right around there? Yes, if all goes well, it'll be July 1st. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, full length, is this an EP or LP? Oh, no, it's full. Yeah. There's 10, 10 cuts Okay. There, 10 tracks. Okay, great. Great. Uh, and, and as, as, in, as a matter of fact, as well, I just want to say something, that in this album, there's a gypsy video. But as well, the electro Billy. That's another new style we created. Okay. So, so it's a progression that's almost. Yeah. 
that's yeah, that's cheap CBD with with beets. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good. Well, I, I'm certainly Thanks. looking forward to hearing hearing that as well. What does it look like for you guys to get out with this and, and tour? What does a playing schedule look like? You know, normally annually we, we play as much as we can and we go to Europe every year, but this year everything has been canceled. Right. So everything is a question mark right now. Sure. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we're well, so restricted here right now. We're still pretty much in, I guess you could call it lockdown. Right, yeah. So I yeah. don't see anything opening up locally here in okay. L.A. for next year but certainly the um, digital outlets people will be able to um, obviously they can find you on YouTube and tell tell the listeners your your website how they could find how they can find the record when it comes out how they can get in touch find out more about your music the website is uh, the vignatis.com so I'll even spell it for everybody it's uh, T-H-E and then our last name Vignati, but it's pluralized. So it's T H E V I G N A T I S dot com. And then will it be on the regular um, outlets, um, iTunes, sure, CD Baby, those types yeah, of places? ITunes, yeah, iTunes, Spotify, yeah. Deezer, all of those yeah. as well. Yeah, good. Well, this is exciting, and I certainly learned some some new things too. And I'm I'm excited that there's a new genre. This music is always evolving, and uh, and so it's 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 fun to to know that there's a new uh, a new twist on some uh, on some classic styles. And so that's that's exciting. I certainly wish you guys the best with it. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.